0: Hi, this is Chris from Chris Betts Verses. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, if you're considering donating, I would obviously appreciate it. It's uh, there's you know there's no uh, there's no Joe Rogan money going here. So anything you can give is incredibly appreciated. It'll all either go to better equipment or whiskey. Both improve my life immeasurably. So thank you again for listening. Uh, I hope that you're well. Keep enjoying it. Take care. I hate theater. Uh, plays are just embarrassing movies. Hello there. Welcome to the Chris Betts Versus Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, today is Sunday, December 13th. Lucky December 13th. I uh hope that you're all doing well. I hope that if you are Jewish you are having a wonderful Hanukkah. I'm not sure I'm not sure what the word is there. A respectful Hanukkah, a uh thoughtful Hanukkah, a not a not too lonely Hanukkah. I know it's a family holiday and so uh, I hope that you're you're interacting as best as you can. I should really learn more about The day-to-day stuff with Hanukkah. I know about dreidels, obviously. I know that they're made out of clay. I know about menorahs. I know about the oil that lasted too many days. Um, That's probably it, which is arguably unforgivable. I've got enough Jewish friends that I could have done the basic uh, research on that. But here we are. I'll add it to the list of things that I should really, really learn. Like where Wisconsin is. Does anyone know where Wisconsin is? I've heard of it. I've watched the Green Bay Packers. I've seen them with cheese on their heads. No idea where it is on a map. Anyways, I digress. Welcome to the Christmas versus podcast. It's December. Uh, I am getting ready for Christmas, so just ordering food. I'm going to go out and buy a tree with my wife tomorrow. Uh, we've got to, we're taking care of a dog over Christmas because of a family with more money than us and uh, who is less worried about the virus is going to France. So <laughs> we're going to take care of their dog for eight days, and we can't wait they say that a dog isn't just for christmas in your face idiots for us it is literally just christmas so very excited about that things overall are pretty good a good friend of mine is about to move into my house actually paul Byrne, who was on the podcast with glenn wool recently is going to be moving in for about six months while his wife is in australia so well girlfriend uh but they'll do it they're so good together This week's show had, uh, it was supposed to be Jessica Foster Q with Eleanor Tiernan, but unfortunately Jess was offered a lot of money to do a show, and I had offered her no money to do this show, so she very understandably took the other offer up. Uh, I will have her back for another show. I'm very excited to have her, but we replaced her with no slouch. It's Mr. David Mills. He's awesome. If you haven't seen him before, he's a very... um, very unique comic and I don't mean that in the way that he's a weirdo uh as much love as I have for the weirdo comics he's just his he's got his own style it's from another time and uh it's sort of it came up in some of his references on this show but uh but he's great so it's David Mills uh, arguing against me with Eleanor Tiernan as the judge Eleanor took a really interesting stance on judging where she did not interrupt at all and then at the end of the argument Gave very long descriptions of what she liked and what she didn't like. And her judge's choice round was a unique one where I like I've been doing the show for three, four years now. And I've done it a couple hundred times. And this is the first time that a judge has made me argue an outright lie. You'll see what I mean when we when you get to the round, but she just said here's a lie, defend this lie. And it went all over the place. It was incredibly difficult. And it was another judge who picked a thing that I don't know anything about. So it was actually regarding two things that I don't know anything about. It was uh, the Phantom of the Opera and J.R.R. Tolkien. So you can uh, try to figure out how those fit together, but I guarantee you won't until you get to the final round. But it was a really fun game. We had a great time. Uh, we had a, I had a nice chat with David after the show. I've got to interview Eleanor afterwards because she had to run off to a real life gig so she wasn't able to stick around for the post-show chat but this was a this was a great one we talked about i had to uh, defend an absolute monarchy which it looks like britain would very much like to have back judging by how they're dealing with everything else in the world and what else was there uh, david had a couple great regrets uh, eleanor had a really good regret about um voting against uh the legalization of divorce in Ireland when she was a teenager that was that was super interesting she explains where she was at when she did it and why and uh i thought i dealt with it very well it was uh, it was funny and interesting it's exactly what i want out of the regress round so i think that's about it make sure uh if you're listening to this which you clearly are make sure to give us a review on whatever you're listening to on the podcast if you can give us five stars i don't know why i keep saying us i'm the one making all this but the royal us you know I think that uh, uh, any any review is incredibly helpful. Five stars helps us as well. It bumps us up the charts so more people are likely to find us. I think that's all of the pre-show stuff. Um, I'll, I'll repeat this again at the end of the show, but if you want to follow David or Eleanor, Eleanor is at EleanorTiernan.com, T-I-E-R-N-A-N, Tiernan. And um, David is at David Mills, that's with two L's, David Mills. I don't, I don't, why did I specify the number of L's? It's the N's in Glenn from last week. That's, what, that's what's got me thinking about double consonants. Uh, so it's David Mills Dept. D-E-P-T is in David Mills Department. And that's on Twitter and Instagram. Check those guys out. They're both fantastic. Uh, Eleanor says she's got a great Etsy shop where she's uh, she's selling very silly products. So <laughs> you should check that out as well. But for now, we're going to listen to the show. I hope you enjoy it. By the way, if you have any questions about my arguing or uh something that you think that I could have argued better or an argument that you would have made during the show or even a topic that you'd like to hear us debate on a later show, tweet at me, it's at Mr. Chris Betts. I'd love to get you involved. So if you any of that stuff, just get in touch. This is uh I miss the audience part, so feel free to uh to do it remotely. Anyways, I've rambled enough. Enjoy the show. I'll be back at the end just to to sum everything up. Now let's go to me introducing David Mills. Our first guest, he's going to be my opponent today. Uh, His name is David Mills. He's an absolutely fantastic comedian. I'm very excited to have him on. Uh, Oh, by the way, if any of you are tuning in because you're hoping to see Jess Fostecue, she got a very well-paid gig, and this gig pays nothing. So (laughs) she's going to be back at another show, but her replacement is fantastic. Uh, uh, I'm so excited to have him. It's David Mills. Please, in your homes, where I cannot see or hear you, give it up. The wonderful David Mills, everybody. Hi, David. Hello How you Hello, doing, Chris. buddy? You are. I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very yeah, jealous I'm of your statement wall. It's uh, yeah.
1: Well, actually, it's a it's a bit of a curtain thing. It's oh, a, a shade, so you can get one.
0: Could have fooled you know. me. Damn it. Yeah. I really need to invest in my set because right now I basically have a pile of garbage behind my back. It's a very well positioned. That's as close as I've come to organizing this. Um, so, but I have, a, uh,
1: I have a pile of garbage in front of me. You just can't see it.
0: That's probably you know even better. You got the color behind you. I have a yeah. terrible golden curtain that I used as a background for the first two shows. Uh, and I just couldn't face it anymore. So no. didn't want to no. put anyone through it. But anyway, uh, welcome to the show. I'm excited to argue Thank against you. you. Yeah, I think me this too. is going to be great. And before we get going, I'm going to introduce the judge. I bring in a judge to this show. Always have. Because it's an argument-based show and no one that i know at least can admit that they've lost an argument uh maybe i only fraternize with petty people but that's that's my choice uh so i bring in a judge to decide uh, who argued best not who's right who argued best and today is uh one of my favorite judges she's done the live show a few times uh she's one of my favorite comics very excited to have her please in your homes where we can either see or hear you give it up for eleanor tiernan
2: Hey Hey, everyone! Hey, how are we?
0: (laughs) How you doing, Owen? Are you well?
2: Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, great to be back, back on the show.
0: It's a Um, a pleasure. It's no double-decker bus uh, parked by an underpass, but you know. No,
2: no, that's been the scenario the last couple of times, but um, yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to, um, uh, I feel like I've made some I, 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 my judging has been uh, in the past. I feel uh, a little bit over the top. So I'm, I'm, th- I'm thinking uh, this time that I'm going to try and really stick to the principle of fairness. That's my my absolute goal for this evening.
0: That's justice. I love to hear yeah. it. That's all yeah. I want. That's, that's a perfect scenario. Okay. Um, all right. So we're going to get straight into it. David. Have you got anything right. on your mind that uh, that you can't get out that you'd like me to explain to you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if you could. I I wonder if you could argue, Chris, mm-hmm. or explain your support for the idea that Parliament should be dissolved mm-hmm. and Queen Elizabeth, the monarch, should rule solely, not just in the UK but also in Canada.
0: Oh, wow. All right.
1: Yeah. So get rid of all sorts of constitutional (coughs) or whatever the uh, 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 government garbage and just Mm. give it up to Queen Elizabeth. Let her rule by
0: decree. All right. Well, I obviously think this for real. Uh, There's no question about that. I I would say, okay, so you know how people are always saying the government needs to be run more like a business? Mm. Businesses are about efficiency. And what's more efficient than an old woman possible lizard in a direct line straight down Eleanor's getting tense because she's Irish but Ireland isn't part (laughs) of this deal (laughs) just a straight line down uh Mm. to to the people uh you skip all the uh all the the...
1: simplified org chart
0: exactly org chart is the word I was looking for and it's uh um it's you know it's it's ruled uh, for the people by the lizard, which I think was in the original draft of the Constitution of America. Uh, right. Uh, she's old, which makes her wise and kind and prone to giving out candy. That's generosity. Um, mm-hmm. She, I would say, okay. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. Can you disprove any of those things before I I, I move on and possibly destroy well, my own argument?
1: Yeah, Old and wise, old and wise. I think I think there's there's age and wisdom goes to a certain point, but then you get so old that the wisdom sort of stops, and then you just become this kind of angry old kind of rigid person. You know what I mean? And maybe I mean I've seen The Crown, so okay. I, I watched that documentary. Yeah. So I, I saw very ha- very much how kind of rigid she can be, you know. And that and she was younger in that. Documentary, so I, I'm not entirely sure the wisdom is there. And then the other thing is, she is so old that she will be, she will die soon, which means Charles will be in charge. And I don't know if you remember that sitcom from the '80s, Charles <laughs> in Charge, but that was not uh, a very, a very good sitcom. That didn't end well mm-hmm. for Scott Baio or anyone really. And so, I I worry about this concept.
0: Well, so I would, I would say that we don't really know anything about the Queen because uh, if anyone watching isn't from the UK, you won't know this, but it is illegal to quote the Queen without her express consent. Mm. No one's allowed to do it. No direct quotes at all, uh, which I found out from a comedian friend of mine who has spent a great amount of time with her and isn't allowed to use any of it in his shows. He's very upset about it. Really? Um, Yeah. Uh, I will name him after we are live, after we are done the stream uh so uh yeah so that's in in one way i think it would give like a third dimension to uh, a living enigma you know we we've never really known what the queen was like and or, so or, I or, think, or
1: a, a first dimension even would yeah. be useful
0: right well the first dimension is her hot bod i mean <laughs> she, she's beach body ready she's got it going on she's, she's all beach body ready yeah and
1: the second dimension are her hats
0: yeah, her immaculate hats and her perfect yeah. wave that shows yeah. that she understands her role. So she's business yeah. she's business up front, but is she pleasure mm-hmm. in the back? That's how we find out when she's in charge. Uh, I think that, uh, uh, A, so yeah, so we'd find out who she really is, which would be nice for the history books because you know it'd, it'd be good for us to know she's been queen. She's the longest ruling monarch of all time, I think at this point. Um, and then second, I think that because what you said was we give it to Elizabeth, Once she dies back to Parliament, we give it to Liz and Liz only because Uh, she has earned it by being alive for so long. And I mean, if nothing else, the UK has shown that they're really embracing chaos right now. They're liking to do a lot of things, not make any plans for it. So giving it the whole thing over to one old lady is really in line with their current philosophy. And
1: Canada, Canada as well.
0: Canada, we're so far away, she doesn't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> we're fine. We're in the woods. We're that kid that you send out at breakfast and tell him to come home before the lights come on. I uh, She could be in charge all she wants. We're not going to listen to her.
1: Mm, I don't know about this concept. I, I, I'm, I'm wary. I would say this. I, I agree with getting rid of the government, because I think the government, both in, in the UK and Canada, are quite shit at the moment. So get rid of those. Mm-hmm. I would say Canada give the government over to the native people let them run it and I'm not talking about whitey like you I'm talking about like the native Canadians let them run it for a while give it to the first nations people uh, and and let them and they might have a king or or a regent of sort or a queen and let let that person rule that I think that's a cool idea and here I think what they should do is do like an x-factor kind of thing And we can vote on a new ruler via X Factor, have Simon Cowell and, you know, Amanda Holden and the others sort of help us through that process as a nation. And, uh, you know, maybe it will end up being um, uh, Susan Boyle. Who knows?
0: Uh, If all the contestants that had won in the past had been as successful as Kelly Clarkson, then sure, maybe. I mean... they all the they, right, but they all fall off after a year now. So that clearly Jennifer doesn't Hudson.
1: Lose. Did she win? She didn't win.
0: That ah, see, there you go. <laughs> Flawed <laughs> system. Not interested. Flawed system,
1: true. So true. I, she I, but she won an Oscar. So
0: yeah, absolutely. After and she, she came, lost it, she came
1: from it. She came from what whatever it was
0: America's Got Talent. I uh, guess X Factor. You got you got a voice and a face. Thanks for coming. Um, yeah. I uh, so I would say in the the First Nations thing, I agree that we should we should let them run run things, but the the m- uh, majority white government in Canada would never allow for that, and I think that someone as old and possibly insane as Queen Elizabeth is more likely to, on her deathbed, right. bestow them that power than they right. are ever likely to get it. Through normal means, through the Canadian government, and so right. if you really want to see that, you just need someone close to her to whisper it into her ear and have her go okey dokie. And uh, I think I assume that's what she says. I'll never never know for sure. Mm, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, uh, I mean I don't see any flaws in this plan.
1: Well, uh, I, don't, I I still don't think it's a great idea. I think she's um, you know a, a mutual friend of ours that I'll. Tell you about afterwards.
0: Said that the real
1: solution for the uh, uh, ro- the royalty and the whole royal family is line them up against a wall and shoot them, you know. And that is your friend that, Karl that, Marx. No, <laughs> no, but I, I guess he's. I guess he said something very similar. Yeah. But uh, you know, apparently that's the way. That's the only way you solve the problem of royalty because they always come back. They always come back, and you really got to cut it off at the head and just you know kill all the others. That's why they haven't come back in Russia. Oh, that said, you don't you don't really want their system either.
0: No, see, I'm pro royalty. I love a good mascot. Uh, yeah,
1: but I mean, I think you can great. have mascots without royalty.
0: Nah, it's not the right? same. They're so shiny. Um, all right, we'll call that one there, uh, Eleanor. What do you think?
2: Wow, wow, guys, some really amazing arguments uh, <laughs> put forward there. Uh, I have to say, some of them were so highbrow, they lost me. Uh, I was so, um, uh, but I, I tried to. The Charles tried in to, charge yeah 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 I that was uh that was completely outside my uh my uh range of experience what can I say um uh the crown um I've not seen it so I can't judge how well made your point is is Dave uh so Mm. I'm going to give you uh I'm just going to give you two two points for that um uh uh, Chris you made the point that the lady is old and therefore wise Uh, that's what are you talking about (laughs) Oh, exactly. well, like you know, <laughs> they don't go together we've it has the last four years not shown the world we, we've yes. been falsely conflating those two uh, uh values we uh, just
0: didn't go old enough no
2: <laughs> no no way um is it illegal to quote the queen uh i hope so i'm gonna do it um uh she says herself one is never meant to be the sole ruler uh did you know that so uh, uh, that's uh, why do you uh, know that about the queen? Uh, I, I i don't but I, I just want the chance i want to no. i want to break the rule uh, <laughs> okay. so uh, i i just uh, i just i just made that up okay uh i will, i will i will have to try and do it now though uh, mm. uh at some point in a future show maybe um yeah it was it was absolute chaos uh really that whole argument uh and uh the whole stuff about the first uh the first nations that yeah, i wanted to see more about about the parliament itself you uh uh what like neither of you but like it was about I, I guess the monarchy is you know that's definitely a debate but like like getting rid of parliament was that was did you did either of you think that I think that we was both maybe... sort of
1: agreed that that's okay yeah,
0: yeah, yeah it did. feels like neither of us are too tied to it yeah. okay
2: okay <laughs> we could have we could have left that out uh and then the x-factor uh uh situation as uh or what was it the American one uh not, solution la- yeah as yeah. a as a solution yeah i guess i guess it is good i guess i guess we could uh we could do that so yeah that's uh that means that david you i gave you two points but chris i'm going to give you three now for that
0: oh damn oh yeah. damn uh, yeah this is this is chaos wait this a is, minute. have i got yeah. this is uh, whose a minute, line the, is it anyway X-factor scoring i love it the solution
1: was mine
2: it was yours that's right so yeah. let's give it to you instead this is okay. bullshit you. i hate this Thank game. you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so okay i'm gonna write that down we've got five points for david yes. and and uh, zero for you now chris Sorry this about is that.
0: insane i don't understand yeah. any of this this is you yeah. know so, wow, that you're not getting rebooked that's for sure um, <laughs> I've um, heard that before yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right well uh, we're gonna we're gonna take that into our first speed round so okay. um, uh, Eleanor you've got a list of words uh, Josh I think you have a clock for us perfect that's a uh, uh, Josh our tech right there So uh, David Eleanor is gonna read out uh, uh, words pretty rapid fire we got two minutes to get through as many topics as we can do you okay. want to be for or against everything that she says? <laughs> I'll be I'll be for it okay cool just so you know it's totally random this is a random word generator so here we go it c- could be anything all right here we uh, go two minutes on the clock Josh please start the clock confusion
1: absolutely f- for it chaos theory it's it's the best way of getting through anything think of your grocery store right where is anything you have to find it it's confusing it works yes I'm all for it
0: Uh, I hate confusion, because when I look confused, my wife says I look adorable and I'm going for ruggedly manly. Next.
2: Next is fiber.
0: Fiber is an important part of your diet.
1: We used to call it roughage. Now they call it fiber. (laughs) It's actually true that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it keeps you regular. So who doesn't love fiber?
0: Um, I'd say that I think we just explained that we don't want old people around. And I think that less fiber is one way of killing them sooner. So fuck fiber. Uh,
2: okay. Next one is depression.
1: More, more people should be depressed. Actually, you learn a lot about yourself and others. It humbles you. That's what the world needs. A little humility right now. Depression. I'm all for it.
0: Uh, depression normally afflicts the best of us. And the reason that it's so bad is because we're all so sad. And so we need to be freed so that we can actually defeat the tyranny going on. Fuck depression, next.
2: Okay, uh, uh, what about theater?
0: Uh,
1: I mean, who doesn't love theater? It's, it's, you know, the opiate of the masses, you know? <laughs> it's, uh, look, people are voting for theater all the time. That's why people vote for people like Boris Johnson. They love the theater of it. Yes, more theater. Uh, Less less content.
0: I hate theater. Uh, Plays are just embarrassing movies. (laughs) I
2: have to agree. Uh, Okay, (laughs) next uh, is, I can't tell if this is refuse or refuse, okay, but you can choose.
1: Refuse, rubbish, garbage. Yeah, more of it, please. Uh, We can burn it and and use it for energy.
0: Um, uh, Garbage is bad. Uh, Recycle your ketchup bottles. Uh, Make them edible. I don't know. <laughs> That's the end of the speed round. All right. Uh, so it was, it was one point for each topic. How, how do we end up doing Eleanor? Uh,
2: so David, uh, I gave you a point uh, for you did very well on the refuse there and you did really well on depression. Um, uh, I thought uh, uh, Chris made a very good case on theater about how shit theater is. He uh, did.
1: Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll and, give you that.
2: Nice one on the callback with with fiber uh, as well, relating it to your earlier. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a point for fiber here, but I'm also going to give you a, a, a back point oh, for the shit. previous round. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah, that was wow. good. Oh my goodness. Okay, so there we had uh, three points for you and uh, three points for you, Chris, including the one from the previous round.
0: Okay, so that makes it eight, eight to three.
2: Yes. Yes. No, it doesn't. It makes it eight
0: to
1: three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm
0: sorry, Chris. It makes it three to eight. I think you'll find. Oh, cool. I'm first. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me feel powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Okay. Uh, So now we are going to go into the regrets round. Uh, The regrets round is my favorite Uh, round. Regrets. This is a round where uh, people tell me things that they, excuse me, terribly rude, Uh, things that they uh, regret about their life. And I tell them why it's the best thing they've ever done or they tell me things they're proud of and I tell them why they're a piece of shit for being proud of that. So uh, David, unburden yourself, what have you got?
1: Chris Betts, I regret that I never learned to play an instrument. Okay, all right. Um, It's a great regret, a great regret of mine.
0: Is there any particular instrument you wish you'd learned to play?
1: Piano. Mm. All
0: right. I yeah. Can, I can you know, see the, that thing, the thing about
1: piano is, I just, just to make this point, if you mm. know anyone who's a piano player, they're uh, always in work. Always, yeah. They've always got work. You know, yeah. you can, you got their weddings, their parties, you can accompany people, you can compose shit, and you can do it all from home. You make your own hours, you can teach. It's totally freeing. You can travel around the world, you could just play piano. That's the life. That could be my life, Chris. That could be my life.
0: Yeah, but instead how many I'm of...
1: stuck doing Zoom, you know, comedy shows <laughs> with a bunch of losers.
0: How many, how many of those jobs do you actually want to do? Do you want to play piano at weddings? Um, do you want to? No, play? I don't want to do that.
1: I, do you, if I, but I could if I had
0: to. Do you want to teach spoiled rich kids how to play piano? No. And have them not do the practice in between lessons?
1: No. No. No.
0: No. no. Do you want I want to be on
1: stage playing piano.
0: Yeah, so there is very little work for that. (laughs) The the fun part is way down at the bottom. Your best bet is to work in an orchestra pit and then no one can see you and everyone's got an alcohol problem.
1: Well, there Uh, you go. And I know that
0: firsthand from a musician that plays in an an orchestra pit. Really? Um, Yeah, they're all a mess. Uh, And they're all being replaced by really impressive keyboards now that can do uh, orchestras completely. Yeah, but if
1: you play piano, you can play that keyboard.
0: Uh, in theory, but can you play tuba piano? Maybe you weren't taught that. Uh, mm. Yeah. So, I, first, so all the jobs that you just named, you don't want any of them. What you want to do is be a performer, which you are. You're a great stand up comic. You do great work. Yeah, but- and And you do your own thing, which honestly, you have the, uh, the, the, the temperament and the inclination and the style to have, if you played piano, accidentally become a terrible musical comedian. What if you'd Ooh. accidentally gone down that route because you played the piano and then you hid behind it as opposed to being that's incredible dangerous yes that you yeah no met.
1: that's 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 a point that that's a point well made that is a point well made there's nothing worse than that
0: yeah mm. also mm. you'd probably ruin parties because musicians are the worst for that they always think that everyone they're in people are enjoying it but really it's sort of a selfish look at me move Whereas when you're a stand-up comic, you can just do that stealthily within conversations, so it's not as intrusive, mm. while still getting the attention you so desperately crave.
1: <laughs> so you sound like you you're experienced in this.
0: I've 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 done a lot of research. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. There's there's no. Um, there's no upside. There's no upside. I mean, yeah, you get to you get to do a thing that's fun, but you could also juggle. But I mean, think there's that a lot of things moment, that great moment. But think
1: of that great moment, like when you're with someone special and you you can play them a song and, 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 and write a song for them. And it's like this beautiful thing that you created that's musical and, and unlike anything else. I just think what a gift to be able to do that. And I can't do that.
0: You know what's and more? you can't do that. I can't do that, and I'm proud that I can't do that. I'm not. You right. know, that's always the worst guy in the movie is the guy that does that. The mm. one that you're screaming, "Don't be with him," is the one that right. sits and plays the piano. While the nervous one in the corner, who's the one she should be with, he doesn't know how to play piano, so he feels mm. like a fool. But in the end, piano player cheats on her. It's always bad news. You can't. Uh, it yeah, you but
1: I mean, but, you know, it's, confidence. It, it's it's bad for her, but it's not so bad for him.
0: Uh, yeah, because he's uh, destined to be lonely forever because he's so sexy with his piano skills that he never feels the need to commit.
1: There's there's always someone. There's yeah. always someone yeah. for the guy with the piano. There's always someone around the corner waiting. You know what I mean?
0: But that's the problem. You can't have that always someone because then you never settle down because you're always looking at the horizon. You know, you never uh, you never when get did to you get so conventional. When, uh, when I had to defend not playing the piano. <laughs> 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 also, pianos are for grandparents. You don't want to play the piano, you want to play the guitar. Ooh. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, well,
1: that's the other one. Guitar would be really great because you can really travel around with that. Oh no, that ki- guy with key-tar. the guitar. Oh, yeah. Like the Hooters.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Frankie says, relax. Mm, mm. Yeah. no, I think, um, I think that learning a musical instrument is a, a, a total waste of potential. You could do anything with the concentration and nimbleness that you would use and romance that you would use in your um in your learning to play a musical instrument i know a lot of musicians they're all garbage i love them they're terrible people unhappy people so sad unreliable
2: cruel Mm. bad at Mm. sex from what i heard Mm.
0: Uh, whereas you you use your mind you use your words Mm. and good at sex good at sex there you go that's why yeah because <laughs> you focused on that instead of learning how to play the piano well done you might be
1: onto to something there yeah. you might be on to something there thank you yeah yeah, yeah. Mm, i'll take that under advisement
0: all right we'll call it there eleanor what are you saying
2: hell
1: <laughs>
2: that was an absolute roller coaster guys oh my god uh, can i say i've recently started playing a musical instrument or trying to learn one uh yeah i start i, I, I bought a um ukulele a, uh, no i'm against the ukulele i'm against okay. that in principle Sizest. Not so, well, here's my here's my rationale. It's too pleasant sounding an instrument mm. and it confers a kind of a goodwill onto the player that they're not doing undeserved. nothing to earn. Yes, oh,
1: okay. yeah. I agree. Yeah, I so agree. I think
2: if you're gonna play the ukulele, you should be do, doing something dark with it to undermine the happiness that the instrument is, is play, yeah. creating make, on your behalf. Make it a
1: percussion oh, okay. instrument.
2: Yeah, so what I've been yeah. playing is a thing called the concertina. It's a, a squeeze box organ thing. It sounds uh, terrible. I love um, it. Uh, <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah. 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 I I like I was oh, oh, so that's been in my mind obviously listening to this and I I, I after a minute I, w- I was like Chris is absolutely right. It's a ridiculous thing to think you can uh, start to play 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 a musical instrument because yeah they all the things you mentioned. I don't want to do uh, and I I agreed with you until oh shit yeah you start talking about musical comedians what no. kind of snobbery
0: is this <laughs> from the two
2: of you come on guys it's absolutely uh, disgraceful uh we've all been on stage we've all been at festivals going on stage and said god i wish i had a fucking guitar now to get, yes. to get this and I, I don't want to i don't want to have
1: to follow that guy
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh. Exactly. So (laughs) I was, I was, I was against you, Chris, but then David agreed with you on the Mm. musical comedy. So I was like, okay. Um, the whole thing about a lover, um, yeah, I got, I gotta say, uh, I, th- I, th- I, I think, I, agree with Chris on that because, uh, yeah, you, uh, you, you, that, that is, you don't want to, you know, fall in love with somebody superficial, or somebody to fall in love with you, David. You've got so much better qualities than, you know, being able to play, play piano, uh, and people should love you for that, and not, and not for, not well, for any other reason. Hear, hear. But, it, but, but what an added bonus
1: if I could play.
0: I feel like you'd have an embarrassment of riches. Look how handsome you are. Imagine being yeah. able to play the In piano fact, as well. Ridiculous. Your, what about your partner? Your par- <laughs> What
2: about your partner? What What are they going to? You're going to put pressure on them to bring something to the table. Then
1: mm. what, finally, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> um. Uh. The
2: yeah. The keytar thing is uh, sounds fun. So uh, yeah. I think. I think overall, I gotta. I gotta say, Chris. Um. Chris, convinced me mm. on the piano situation. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you um, a two points for that, Chris. All
0: right, we're getting there. Oh, we're gosh. getting there. Yeah. It's a gradual eight to five. All right, All right. Yeah. Oh, All by right. the way, how it. I actually feel—I've been learning piano and guitar myself during lockdown, and it's really fun. Can't recommend yeah. it enough. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: we got, you, Did you have? Were you an, a, a musician to begin with? Or no, this is completely this is to completely contract. new.
0: I wanted to wow. play piano. I had like sort of half a knack for it when I was really young, but my parents couldn't afford the lessons, so we just sort of let mm-hmm. it drop. And um and then I got nothing to do. And there are apps. Yeah. Um, the one that I've been using is called Musician, and it's like a bouncing ball, kind of like Guitar Hero, uh, but it teaches you music theory, um, all the finger placement, song creation. It's great. It's really amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Musician official sponsor soon.
2: Of Christmas best <laughs>
0: yeah um cool we have a uh, we have time for one more regret if if you've got one or eleanor if you've got something you'd like to unburden yourself with
2: oh um regret i'm oh man of loads, uh loads loads of regrets i got another uh, one if
0: you don't
2: um give me a second uh a regret uh i wish that i had oh yeah uh When I was eighteen, I voted against uh, legalizing divorce. Oh wow! In Ireland, and I I regret that.
1: I thought you were going to say you regret that, that. (laughs) right? Yeah. All right. So you would prefer if divorce was illegal in Ireland?
2: I did prefer if divorce was illegal in Ireland, and I, 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 my vote was 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 a bad vote.
0: Wow. Was, it a, close, oh, I was yeah. it a close vote? That's what you
2: mean. Uh, it was a very close vote. And it, oh, it, it, it passed by the narrowest of margins. So it got made legal anyway, but not by no, I, what, I was no help. What year was that? It was like in the nineties, uh yeah, right. like ninety four or something. I
0: think I remember that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um okay. So I feel bad. Why why were you so anti divorce as a as a young woman?
2: I was very anti-divorce because I uh, mistakenly uh, thought that if uh, if I voted against divorce, that I could prevent relationships from falling apart. That that was S-
0: spe- how spe- you like did that, like yours yeah. or your parents or someone. The or general, just in general, the, the general of
2: b- breakdown of society yeah. was, was. It was quite. I was, like, I was wow. quite conservative uh, back when I was. Uh, you know, eighteen, nineteen.
0: It sounds like you were hmm. really afraid.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. 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 me yeah. talking yeah. to my therapist. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's
0: that was a position of fear you were voting from, which is never ideal. Um, I guess.
2: I, I guess I was maybe was projecting into the future and saying that I never want to be a divorced person. Mm. So, uh, right. that didn't seem like a bunch of laughs. Yeah. So because I thought there was a, if I real mo-
1: stigma. There was a big stigma, I imagine.
2: Yeah, i kind of just, I would have, the only, I guess, image I would have had was uh, Kramer versus Kramer. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> my
2: head, which, uh, yeah, which didn't look like great, great fun. I remember the scene with Dustin Hoffman cooking the omelette for the kid and that going so badly mm. wrong, uh, you know, and I, uh, I mean, I, I can cook a better omelette, but. Uh, Take uh, that, that, Dustin but, Hoffman. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it just uh i i was i was i but 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 now i still feel like you know what a what a fool you are eleanor
0: so here's here's why you have nothing to regret is because you voted in a deeply selfish way to stop a whole country from doing something because you were afraid of it happening to you and that is the most 18 year old shit i've ever heard <laughs> That is exactly what it is to be 18. The world doesn't matter. It's about what I want and fuck it. So if nothing else, you were the perfect mean of a teenager. And it's not your fault that you voted badly. It's their fault for letting you vote. Well, it, it turns out
1: that's a very 18 thing to do and anyone over 50. <laughs> yeah. Sort of like they're, they're kind of the same thing yeah. there, you know, somehow.
0: Yeah although it's I mean it's swapped now it seems like 18 year olds are all pretty socially conscious so I'm not sure what's going on. We've,
1: exactly we've it,
0: yeah
2: but. exactly. What's with that how are they so good how did they get so good?
0: I, yeah. I don't know I think I think it's from growing up knowing that their parents were wrong because they could google the answers to all the questions and so <laughs> Gen so like Z baby they didn't Gen Z, that. yeah mm. they didn't have that whole thing that we had where I was like oh my parents probably know everything from the age of seven they knew their parents were idiots. And mm-hmm. so they yeah. had to build their own source of knowledge, which I think uh, gains wisdom. But I you think know, Gen
1: Z is going to save the world. I, you know? I, 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 I hope, hope so. so. Yeah. I mean, certainly Gen X and the millennials are, you know, you can write them off. Mm. So yeah. I think Gen Z's got it.
0: Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, but you're, you know, you're a product of your time. I was the same when I was 18. I was insanely selfish um, and had no consideration. Thought that I was very thoughtful, but was actually... Just a mm. dick. Uh, <laughs> so I think that all all you did was be yourself, and they shouldn't have put that vote in your hands. You should have had no say in it, nor should any other eighteen year old. It's ridiculous. People say sixteen year olds should be able to vote, and this is the first generation where that's true. Yeah, that has yeah. never been true before. Before you should have to wait till you're thirty five to vote when you like something in your life is broken already. So you've got some sense of humility uh
2: i guess it's good that there weren't there wasn't more referendums at the time because mm. you know i could have done a lot of damage you know mm. if they had yeah. uh, given us more yeah. choice
0: well and things. also you didn't it's not like you changed it that you know divorce didn't win it went ahead anyways so there was no real impact of it Whew. yeah so that's yeah fine. thank goodness right so, yeah really no harm no foul you know what you, what's what's the sound of one vote losing there's no, <laughs> you know it doesn't matter if you're set
2: i guess i i guess i can i can yeah it's 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 good to learn things about yourself in a way that doesn't have massive repercussions yeah And
1: mm. those
2: little yeah but,
1: but could have had big repercussions but did yeah
0: I can those carry are the that best ways
1: me. to learn right absolutely you know mm. you sort of you sort of dodged a bullet there
0: yeah skinny mm. your teeth but that's yeah that, but as a result now it's like a signpost of how far you've come
2: so i should be glad i did it then yeah really.
0: absolutely
2: amazing you
0: should be glad you did it
2: You're right, this. <laughs> yeah yes. thank yes. god yeah oh my god those that's idiots voting to legalize divorce to <laughs> yeah <laughs> losers <laughs>
0: the I'm regrets around legalized
2: divorce <laughs> legal <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> make divorce illegal that's my
0: <laughs> i can't wait to see that on stage <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> why All not right. stand-up's gone very samey isn't it
0: yeah it's
1: also boring. absolutely take a take a stand say something yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that is uh so that's the end of that one eleanor how do you score it did we solve your regrets
2: I uh, absolutely but you both were equally good uh, at it so uh, how do I give points uh, uh, just
0: uh, give them to me that's fine he can just uh, he,
1: he takes that one but only give him one point because he can't he, I mean he was good but he wasn't that good so maybe one point
2: I'm going to one take point. the very authoritarian stance and listen to both of you uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: all right yeah. long live the lizard queen um...
2: <laughs> I put it at nine six now by the way Today. Okay,
0: Okay. cool. Good to know. Um, okay, so now we're going to go into the second speed round. Uh, Josh, if we can have the clock up, please. And Eleanor, you've got the list of words there. I got him. Good. Uh, David, you were for everything last time, so you're going to be yep. against everything this time. Got All it. Right? Got Excellent. It. Good. All so right. am I
1: going to go first, or yep. do you yep. go first? You go, yeah,
0: you go first. I go,
1: I go first. Okay. Yeah.
0: So uh, Josh, if you could please start the clock. There we go. First topic is
2: courage.
1: Fuck courage. Oh, no, 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 way overrated. The people who survive are the people who run, not the people who run towards danger, the people who run away from danger. Want to survive? Check courage at the door.
0: Um, I'm pro courage. Uh, I like it because it ends up killing all the people that bullied me in high school.
2: Next topic, coin.
0: Coin, yeah, totally, uh, totally
1: useless. Who uses coins anymore? I throw them in the garbage. I mean, they're just weighing me down, no, no, not, not needed. It's 2020, it's all plastic.
0: I'm pro coins because I don't hate homeless people, unlike you, David. No one is giving paper money to homeless people. Ooh. Homeless people don't have card swipers. You gotta keep coins around to keep them in food and shelter.
2: Next is uh, West.
1: I would say first give homeless people food and shelter. You don't need to give coins. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, West.
0: Yeah, no, no, it's all about
1: the east. I'm making a, a, a an Asia, an Asian pivot. It's all to the east. That's the that's where the world is going. That's where the future is. It's in the east. This shit is over.
0: Uh, I'm pro West because um, the future is clearly terrible. <laughs> there is, it's climate change is coming. We got more pandemics. Uh, uh, clearly, every part of the future is wrong. Let's go back about sixty years, but with the rights of now. And, uh, you know, I think that's what we want.
2: Notice.
0: No,
1: you want to be spontaneous. Don't give people notice. <laughs> Don't let them know what's coming. <laughs> Just be totally spontaneous. That's what I say. You know, keep people on, on edge, off, off guard.
0: Um, I'm for notice. Uh, it, it tells me when cats are missing. It tells me when kids are missing. And it tells me when there's a sale on at my local store. Damn, end of the speed round. I don't care about notices. Uh, <laughs> All right, Eleanor. At the end of the second speed round, what's the score?
2: Yeah, uh, David got three there, and hey. Chris, you got one. So David oh, yeah, is now yeah. on uh, David is on twelve, and Chris, you're on seven. So.
0: Okay, damn, five point deficit. Shit. Which one yeah. did Chris get?
2: Uh, Chris uh, got not not notice. He got coin. Yeah.
0: coin. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll yeah. Out. Yeah. I was tugging on heartstrings. That's, I yeah. really 300 <laughs> the bus on that one. That's yeah. always a winner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's always a winner. Um, that's, the, that's the Edinburgh Festival. I like your, your
2: counter. I like your counter argument, but if it had been in the first pitch you'd made, I could yep. have maybe yeah. given it two days. Sorry. Yeah. No,
0: you were ambushed. Okay. Um, all right. So that's uh, that's the end of the second round. I'm down by five points, but we're going into the judge's choice round now, which luckily for me is worth six points.
1: Oh, right. Hmm. So winner take all. What's judge's choice? What's this about? So going on here?
0: Eleanor has chosen a topic. Uh, Neither of us know what it is. And uh, David, you get to decide whether you want to be for or against whatever Eleanor's about to say. What say you?
1: Oh, I have to, oh, uh, I'm going to be
0: against. Against, ah, strong. All right, Uh, I am for Eleanor, for all the marbles. What am I supporting?
2: You are supporting that J.R.R. Tolkien (laughs) wrote the music for Phantom of the Opera.
0: Oh my God. Okay. Hmm. That is very, very difficult. Let's see here. I have never read Lord of the Rings, nor have I seen Phantom of the Opera. So (laughs) I would argue that that is the best uh, case. It's the same reason I believe in the Loch Ness Monster and Sasquatch. It's the absence that proves the existence. Um, I would say, I I see the look on your face there, David, and I agree with you. Uh, I would say that, um, okay, J.R.R. Tolkien revolutionized storytelling with the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit, right? He changed the whole game. I would argue that Andrew Lloyd Webber, who I believe was the writer of um, The Phantom of the Opera, Andrew Lloyd Webber, for writing such a fantastical and sort of mystical and smoky tale, would absolutely have been heavily influenced by J.R.R. Tolkien. And I would go so far as to say that actually, Andrew Lloyd Webber, having seen him in his post-Brexit positions uh, and his sort of troll nature, may well be a J.R.R. Tolkien character come to life, and in the absence of raiding villages, has chosen to write musicals with which to torture the children of parents who bought the soundtrack and played it all at the time, like mine did. Counterpoint.
2: Uh, I'm going to give you uh, I th- because it's it's difficult. Uh, it, it, are you saying that through inspiring Andrew Lloyd Webber that that Tolkien wrote Phantom of the Opera. I'm saying inspiration.
0: It's, it's either that or equally <laughs> likely Andrew Lloyd Webber is a troll come to life from uh, works of fiction. Both are equally possible. Okay. Yeah.
1: okay. All, right. All but right. It's
0: only one of those two options.
1: Yeah, it's neither of those two things. What we do know is J.R.R. Tolkien wrote the most turgid, boring, indecipherable, unreadable doorstop in in human history. That thing is The Hobbit, The the Lord of the Rings. I mean, no one has ever finished those books. No one ever. people say they did, they didn't really. They skimmed over quite a few chapters or whatever. No one has read them because they're unreadable. They are completely unreadable. Andrew Lloyd Webber, on the other hand, wrote a classic musical that children in Africa know, like everyone in the world knows Phantom of the Opera. And it's, it's one of the greatest pieces of musical theater ever written. And I think that, um, I think you'll find that, that it would be an insult to Andrew Lloyd Webber to suggest that J.R.R. Tolkien inspired or had anything to do with his masterpiece, Phantom of the Opera, uh, because they're completely different works and there's, there's no comparison whatsoever. And you are in real danger of making enemies of uh, Andrew Lloyd Weber fans. And those people are not nice people on the best of days. But if you make them an enemy, they'll, they'll really come for you. And with reason, with reason, Chris Betts, with reason.
0: I uh, would say that no one is more frightening than a JRR Tolkien fan because they come with their own cardboard swords. Uh, there is a real danger of being LARPed to death. Uh, there is. OK, so I don't think that these African kids have seen Phantom of the Opera. I think they've heard of it much like they have also heard of Lord of the Rings and no one has ever read that. A very small percentage of people have actually seen the Phantom of the Opera. An even smaller percentage wish they'd seen it after having seen it. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I, I feel like the parallels are so clear here that it's, uh, it's, it's stuff that is uh, great to name. You feel fancy talking about it, but you no one wants to experience it. Like the keytar, and it's it's a, a. I feel like maybe it's just maybe they're both just nom de plumes of. I um... mean, you're
1: undermining your own argument. On one hand, you're saying that uh, you know Phantom of the Opera is a something that n- no one really wants to see, and then on the other hand, you're suggesting that J.R.R. Tolkien is this sort of, you know, classic author that redefined storytelling the world over, you know, I think that, I think if J.R.R. Tolkien wrote a musical, wouldn't it be a musical that more people would see and, and want to see
0: No, by, like, by
1: your argument?
0: It redefined storytelling, but so did the Bible. And people stopped reading that as soon as there were other books. Mm. So I would say but that- But people are
1: still reading that.
0: But very few. It's like, I own a Bible. I keep meaning to read it. I've never gotten past Genesis. It's It's a fucking slog. Much like Great Doorstop, Lord of Great the Rings, doorstop. Much like Phantom of the Opera. I think um, I think for something to be influential, it just needs the people that uh, matter in the industry within it uh, to love it and then it sort of carries on forever. It's like I've, I've never seen Citizen Kane, but I understand that it's one of the best films of all time. Um, and so I, I yeah, I think that they're they're of the same over.
1: I I think you're muddying the waters. This tactic is just muddying the water, throwing in Citizen Kane. Listen, there's no no evidence, no no evidence whatsoever that J.R.R. Tolkien had anything to do with, much less wrote Phantom of the Opera. In fact, all the evidence points to Andrew Lloyd Webber writing Phantom of the Opera. Is there I any evidence it's, it's... that he didn't write
0: it? Is there? Do you have a shred of evidence that J.R.R. <laughs> no, Tolkien did not evidence, write Phantom all, of the Opera? All the evidence points exactly. to
1: Andrew Lloyd Webber writing Do
0: you it. speak that... Elvish? Can you translate the songs that are in Lord of the Rings or The Cimmerillion? I believe that those are just translated, and I think that some people on the internet can back me up on this. They are translated songs from Elvish that J.R.R. Tolkien wrote and were stolen by Andrew Lloyd Webber. All he did was design the mask, which, right. to be fair, iconic.
1: Right. You, yeah. you and Giuliani should spend some time together. You've got a similar kind of reasoning around your the arguments you make. Just because it's unprovable him. doesn't mean it's true.
0: He's also a troll. Uh, <laughs> 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 yes.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a moving target, this argument. It's a tough one to sort of uh, mm. pin down, especially when there's there is evidence we know of. That Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote it.
0: I don't think anyone um, saw him writing it. It feels like a he said he said sort of situation. So, I mean, in that, I feel like the more fantastic, it's what is it, Occam's Razor, the least except, likely outcome is the, looks, probably the you, right if one.
1: If you look at the, if you look at Phantom of the Opera, when he drops the mask, mm. he, the Phantom is Andrew Lloyd Webber. He has the same face. He's re, <laughs> it's basically his autobiography.
0: But that's he's exactly. The Phantom of the Opera. But that's my point: is if we can have more than one Andrew Lloyd Webber, then isn't it possible that the original Andrew Lloyd Webber is actually a second Jerry No,
1: you can't have more than one. It's it's his autobiography. He just has an actor play it.
0: Sounds like he's a spooky ghost man to me. Very Lord of the Rings esque character. Mm. You know, you can't you can't say he's a human being at one point and say he's a spooky ghost the next. So. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll call call that there because, I mean, God knows. Wow. (laughs) We got a lot more out of that than I thought we would. I'm pretty pleased.
2: (laughs) Wow. My God, guys. Um, I got to say i did i went back and forth an awful lot in that one um Chris your opening was very strong very strong altogether uh yeah, you know you had the first of all the inspiration theory that you floated uh and then you but you then you narrowed in on the troll thing which yeah. uh which uh yeah i i was I, I was i was very very convinced convinced by that uh then David came in mentioning the name of the real writer you mentioned that Andrew Lloyd Webber did right, uh, uh, and I was—I found that convincing as well. I, found, <laughs> I have to say, that was a good, yeah, that was a good, a good, a good point that she that she made. Um, the whole thing about the fans of either—I mean, we we kind of—but ended up even on that. You said that uh, mm. um, um, uh, you, you described the Andrew Lloyd Webber fans as being a uh, uh, um, horrible cons or something wasn't it (laughs) (laughs) and then you Chris uh, uh, described the fans of the Lord of the Rings uh, in less uh, um, negative terms but um, uh, yeah still horrible Um, equally dangerous equally dangerous Mm. Um, uh, I mean I thought uh, um, yeah, you, you, David, started to really come into his own uh, at that point. Uh, you, re, you really did, uh, uh, David, um, with uh, you know, because uh, you, you, you 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 stuck with your point, didn't you? But about, uh, about mm. you know that Andrew Lloyd Webber and and you you challenged Chris to come up with some evidence, uh, uh, which which he didn't. He didn't come up with any. Came up with more theories, but they were very good theories, weren't they? Yes, <laughs> the stuff yes. about the songs, <laughs> the Elvish songs. <laughs> So good. Uh, and I, I, I found myself confused. I thought I thought for a second. Yeah, yeah, maybe uh, maybe talking did. And then, of course, I mean, when I when I brought this up, I, 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 I had you reminded me, but that, that there is there's plenty of 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 uh, uh, talk online about uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber and the ownership and uh, the penmanship of, of various musicals and su- suggesting that maybe it's not a, as clear-cut as, uh, as 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 um, he would like he he claims it is so um I was I was kind of hoping one of you would bring that one up um, but um no I guess i'm I'm gonna uh, I, I've got to come in down on the side now don't I I really yeah. do yeah, um, yeah, pick one. Uh, yeah, I mean I the think, mask.
1: That moment, that
2: that was a moment. You can't. That was that was good. Yeah, yeah. It it, it 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 was good. And and you you did well to to point out the the fallacy of that, Chris. You know, uh, seemed to be suggesting that Andrew Lord Webber was both the writer of the Phantom of the Opera and playing the part of the Phantom of the Opera. That was in my all understanding. The... Yeah, <laughs>
0: no? that's okay. that's
2: not how, how, how theater works, Chris. Uh, you got it. Yeah yeah um but all in all i think it, it was uh, uh it, for difficulty points i have to give it to chris I have to yeah. Give it. Oh. Yes. yeah oh yeah yeah so, so close so, oh. so oh. close yeah
0: oh dream the impossible dream my goodness wow was... the six wow. points yeah. six points wow. go
2: to chris
0: Ooh. Shall I reveal
2: the final score?
0: I would love that. I would love Mm. that. Thank you. Yeah. Mm.
2: David, you got 12 points, but Chris got 13 points. You were so on the ropes. You were
1: on the ropes. Yes.
0: This happened to me two weeks ago. I was up 10 to 5, and I lost 11 to 10. Those swings, man, they just come at you. Oh, wow. This has been great. Thanks so much, guys. That was so fun. It was tons (laughs) of fun. I went to a bunch of crazy places (laughs) (laughs) and that's that I won all right that's good news I think that's two that I've won now I'm starting to catch up on everybody so that was that was such a fun show I hope you enjoyed it uh like I said before if you want to leave a review and uh five stars on whatever you're listening to whether it's a iTunes Podcasts or Spotify. I don't think Spotify does stars, but I think you can leave reviews on it. Uh, the Podcast Addict app, all those things. Any of them that you leave reviews on, it all helps. Also, if you want to support the show, you can sign up to my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Mr Chris Betts. Once again, if you want to follow David or Eleanor, and I recommend following both, they're both great online presences, it's at Eleanor Tiernan, T-I-E-R-N-A-N, Or at David Mills Dept, as in uh, short for department. David Mills, D-E-P-T. That's it for the show. We're back next week with Laura Davis and Alice Fraser. We'll be releasing the podcast episode on Sunday, as always. But if you want to join in and watch the recording live, you can do that Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. GMT, on my uh, YouTube page or my Twitch channel, which is uh, Chris Betts, just all lowercase, Chris Betts, at 7.30 p.m. GMT, which is... uh, 2:30 p.m. Eastern Time and 11:30 a.m. Pacific Time. So if you're at home and you know Bob Barker doesn't do the prices right anymore, so why would you watch that? Watch this game, play along in the comments. We'd love to have you. And I'm I'm impressed because Laura and Alice are both going to be zooming in from Australia and New Zealand respectively. So I think Alice is got to wake up at 8:30. Is doing the show at 8:30 in the morning. So it's going to be great. She's an ex-lawyer. She's fantastic. Laura is an incredible comic mind and very mean in a very fun way. So I think it's going to be a really good show. Thank you again for listening. I'll be releasing the extra episode as well. So look out for that. I will talk to you next week. Happy Hanukkah. I hope everybody's safe. Take care of yourselves.